And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This the big homie, D. Murph. Welcome to another edition of Why Not Sports with yours truly. Um, September 11th uh, is around the corner. Um, man, it's, it's already been 15 years. It's crazy. Um, I personally remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I actually woke up. My roommate woke me up about 9 o'clock. So I'm uh, sure you guys think about 9 o'clock. I had a class at 10, but before then, we had our practices at 4 or 5 in the morning. So um, after that, we were done for a couple hours, and uh, I ended up going back and, you know, giving me some shut-eye before I you know, went to my first class. But I can remember him being real loud, like, man, oh, man. I was like, man, what's going on? So I, you know, gets out of the uh, out of my room and like, man, what's going on? And he, you know, showed me the news, and I was just like, Wait a minute, this is a movie, ain't it? He was like, no, this is real. I was like, man. And then, you know, I went to go wash my face, and then a few minutes later, he was like, oh, man, another one hit. I was like, man, what is going on? So if I'm not even mistaken, I think they even uh, shut down the, the classes, you know, for that day. So, I mean, it was crazy, because even on the, on the campus, you know, at the university, it was real gloomy and just real, you know, it was, it was something... I've never felt before, and we was all the way in Texas, even though this happened in New York, so um, just America, just continue to stand, um, you know, continue to pray for our country, pray for our nation, but yeah, I, I remember that day like it was yesterday, so um, definitely uh, for those uh, who lost their lives in this tragic moment, uh, may they continue to rest in peace, and let's continue to keep our country lifted and strong. So as far as uh, this week goes for me too, um, you know the podcast, like I was telling you on the last episode, the podcast made it to 12 countries and it's starting, starting to grow. So um, earlier this week I had uh, a few, few of my managers, mainly upper management, um, just talk to me. So I'm not going to you know, tell on anybody or rat them out, but someone I used to work with caught with of the podcast enjoyed it and end up sharing it and like I told you guys before I'm not on Facebook so you know he posted you know the one of the links uh, to one of the shows and upper management or this person in particular on upper management actually checked it out and you know once one of them find out Everybody finds out. So again, guys, when I go to work, I never talk about what I do outside of work. Especially when it comes to 
my endeavors, especially like a podcast or anything like that. Yeah, I will talk about my family because that's, you know, most important. But as far as any type of things that I'm doing, I don't say anything because one, it could potentially in their eyes, you know, become a conflict in what I do as a leader and in multi-unit management. So um, I'll just break it down like this. Management A, manager A. Manager A, you know, catches me and goes, so, uh, so Derek, I... How long do you plan on staying with us? And I was like, man, I plan on basically putting in a lot of years with you guys. You know, once one thing that uh, I've learned is, you know, if I if I say, well, I plan on retiring, when that's not the truth, then, you know, why not say it? So, I mean, why do say it? So I'll just basically say, I plan on sticking around for a while. Well, um, I hear that you got some things going on outside of work and this can potentially you know, slow you, you know, slow you down or bring you back as far as getting promoted because what we're looking for is people that's going to be all in. And, you know, this, based on what I'm, you know, seeing and hearing, it seems like you're, you're almost checking out. So I was like, but I've never even talked about this to any of you guys. So now, now all of a sudden that you know that I have some success and I have opportunities Outside of, you know, this company, you, you're, you're, you're questioning my level of commitment when I've done some of everything to help not only you, me, where we work at and this company, very successful and to get to the next level. Well, I'm just telling you, you know, if you consider or want to be considered from, you know, getting promoted, this is what. I'm just being honest. This is what we're expecting. We're expecting you to, to basically be on standby because we can give you a call at any moment. And if you basically say you can't make it and what you're doing now is, is almost like it's going to be taking some of your time. So I'm just wanting to give you this heads up. And I was like, whoa, whoa. But manager B, manager B pulls me to the side and say, hey, 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 Derek, I, I, hey, I actually like what you're doing. You know, why haven't you told us? You know, maybe we can collaborate and, and, and maybe, you know, we can work this thing out to where it can be the best of both worlds for you. Best of both worlds for you. And I was like, okay, you know. So I was just kind of like, again, you know, I'm not walking around where I work at like, hey, you know, I have, I have, a, I have a podcast and I am an entrepreneur and, and I'm looking to leaving you guys. No, that was never... Um, never the topic of conversation and like I said when I step foot into my building it's strictly work and it's also to take care of my people and it's also to, to, to mentor and just again take care of the company and the things that they instill in us so we can again keep our jobs and just go from there so um, but like I was saying so manager B was just like well Dick I want you to know this now and I'm 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 looking at, look at me as a mentor more than anything else. Embrace this opportunity which you have as a manager and as an entrepreneur. Now, it's going to be up to you to prove those critics wrong and to prove those people that don't think that you're going to be fully committed to get to that next level because it's a perception thing. And I said, but, and again, I wasn't, you know, I'm just letting you guys know Thing you guys in on the story. I was just like, well, look at, you know, the different athletes 
again, why not sport? Look at the different athletes that that that, that, that play on one team, but they have endorsements from other companies. What makes that so different? And the you know the manager, manager B was just like. And again, I was talking to Manager B back and forth because I was you know, just trying to, if, if this manager wanted to be my mentor, I'm just trying to get some game and some insight, you know, to help me as I'm, you know, basically, you know, balancing both. So um, it was brought to my attention. That's a good point. And that's something that I want you to know that you can do both very successfully. So, but you have to man up embrace it and just know you're going to have people watching your every move now so if if you come to work tired or or you coming into work not a hundred percent not your happy-go-lucky self just know that it's going to be in question so i'm thinking serena williams who i will talk about later um in the show serena williams Endorsed by Chase, endorsed by Nike, even shot a video with Beyonce. Shout out to the Beehive and Beyonce. So, you know, she is one of the greatest tennis players of all time, male and female. She is doing her thing in all facets, and she's still able to be successful. So, in my mind, I'm thinking... I can do the same thing. As long as I'm giving 120 and I'm not announcing and, and trying to solicit what I'm doing outside of work to work, if that makes sense, then what I do behind, you know, the, this, this building or behind these doors shouldn't affect me getting promoted or uh, me being seen as a, as, a, as, a, as a person that can lead, you know, a group of people and provide success overall to those around me so I say that guys to 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 ask you a question and before I get to before I get to the question you know I, I look at my life like this like I'm behind the plate so first base I have my wife my kids my family and friends second second base I have my current work spot third base I have my entrepreneur roles like my fantasy sports league like my podcast so I have an opportunity to hit a grand slam for those baseball fans out there grand slam opportunity so I use that analogy so as you guys know I have I have up to three strikes and I'm out the beauty of it is though I know I'm not going to strike out. So when I do connect, it's going to be a grand slam and it's going to be huge and it's going to be big. So that leads me to the question. If you have been part-time or, I mean, excuse me, if you have been full-time or full-time right now and you brought it up to management or HR about part-time commitments or something that you're doing part-time, how are you treated? What was the outcome? Hit the big homie up, is D Murph at Yahoo or most social media outlets as is D Murph. Because I'm pretty curious, guys, on uh, on uh, how you guys uh, been treated, or or maybe it's just me venting. But 
like I said, manager B, it was good for me to know that it is someone I work with above me that do see the potential and that doesn't mind me having things outside of work, which I think, you know, it, it should be the, the American way, you know, leaving a legacy, showing, uh, showing not only yourself, but people that you are talented in multiple areas. And one thing that I, I want to definitely talk to y'all about this too um, is my gift. You know, right now I'm not getting paid for this at all, at all. But when I'm having a bad day or I have some things on, uh, on my mind, on my chest, I can just pick up the microphone and just talk. The last time I had that much excitement for something I did not get paid for was when I played that basketball. So I think today uh, I declare that me having a mic in my hand uh, is my new gift. So, um, so football talk. What's going on with the 49ers again? Being in the media. They got the, uh, the fullback, Bruce Miller. Um, he had an incident at a San Francisco hotel uh, earlier, earlier this week. Well, I guess it was last week. Because you guys will be hearing this on Monday. Uh, he actually uh, entered an uh, elderly couple's room, assuming it was his. That's what reports say. The son, who was in the next room, you know, heard the commotion and told Miller it wasn't his room. He ultimately assaulted the son and the father. I don't know if he was drunk or he was on something, but the next day he ended up being released from the 49ers violence in the NFL the past few years have gotten very very bad Um, another one that comes to mind Geno Smith and IK Enempali I think I don't know how to pronounce his name but they had an incident actually last year where uh, IK actually you know hit Geno and broke his jaw for over 600 bucks and when I did more research, again, I, you know, it, it helps me out. It was over a plane ticket when he was asked, uh, IK asked Gino to come down to speak in one of his camps. And Gino, for whatever reason, you know, didn't come. I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you buy me a plane ticket and I don't come through, one. And this is just me, y'all. Just me thinking for those who know me and for those who work with me, you know, you always got to give a different perspective. If I don't make it to that one, you can always push the, the plane ticket for another date. Or, you know, you can figure out something to where you don't lose out on that 600 bucks. So, again, for him, I catered, you know, just a swing and knock him out. I think it was more to it. But, but yeah, but you, you, you don't end up breaking – you know, your teammate's job for for him not making um, a, a camp. And most camps usually are not just one day, especially if it's in your hometown. You usually have it for a couple of days or even to a week. So um, that's my part. Uh, that's my input on that story. And this one in particular, which is still something that disturbs me to this day. Um, Ray, Ray Rice. Yeah, Ray Rice. Uh, he was in, New, I think, Atlantic City. Um, when he knocked his fiance then, uh, now wife, out. 
you're you, right. Uh, man, if, you, if you're going to use your hands, man, catch the ball from the backfield and stop dropping them. Or having fumbles. Use your hands for that. Or even charity work by helping up, you know, helping clean up schools, parks, you know, etc. Now, boxing is a sport that these fellas can get into because they're looking for participants. I mean, if you look at the boxing game today, how many solid boxers do you know that's out there? So, again, that's just my, my, my point of view, guys. That's just my thought process. But you can get paid for it. And you won't be without work. So the, the the three guys I just named, Bruce Miller, got cut right after. So he's looking for work. I.K., the guy that hit Geno Smith, he got released. And, of course, you know, Ray Rice haven't played in about three years. So they said the last time he played was December 2013. And speaking of Ray Rice, they talking about he might even get a shot of coming back to the NFL. So, you know, we'll see. But I look at I look at my life. I, I look at my story. I have a wife and two girl and two girls. Lord knows my son was a, another gift to help me balance this household. It was a lot of estrogen. Shout out to my wife and my two daughters. Shout out to y'all. I love y'all. But I, I say that to say, you know, we as men. We are the head of our household, and we must set that example on how our women should be treated. You know, it's a scripture that comes to mind that that has helped me out in numerous ways, and it hasn't stirred me wrong yet. And this as of maybe think as of a year and a half ago, James 1, 19, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. So instead of everyone, I say Derek. And that's as a husband, as a leader, and basically everything I do. And like I told you guys, this scripture has saved my life. Even as a leader at work, allowing your team to feel comfortable approaching you, telling you things that no one knows, or just allowing things to get off their chest. As far as slow to speak, you know, when you go to work, have that student mentality because you will not always be right. And people will naturally respect your authority or your position anyway. So you don't have to always be quick to, you know, point things out or quick to say this, these things. Sometimes take a, you know, a step back and just listen. Just listen. You don't always have to quick speak, slow to speak. Um, and, and, and again, talking about work, for instance, if I walk around at work or even at home, like I'm better than you, Oh, I don't, you know, have anything to do, you know, like I'm just, just going through the motions. And I, I'm that man, you know, basically telling you, do as I say. Imagine me not listening to my wife or my team at work. I probably wouldn't be behind this mic right now talking to you guys because I'm just, you know, being hard-headed, stubborn, and just flat-out ignorant. But you learn from everybody. And then slow to anger, which was the last part of the James 1.19 scripture. You know, life is full of tests. Talking about work, if I got upset at work, you know, as I stated, as a manager, you know, if I'm, you know, uh, as a manager, actually manager A, uh, second guessing my commitment 
which ultimately will determine if I get promoted. I'll walk around, you know, I'll walk around a work spot like, you know, I don't even care. You know, they don't want me, so you know, forget them. I'm going to give them what they want. Or even as an associate that doesn't believe in my management style or just doesn't believe in work, unless it's just me. Now, there's, there's that one that's either there because they're forced to work or for other various reasons. But I know that's not me, so I, I got to stay working. But, uh, but I'm not going to get frustrated or angry at them. But on the flip side, as you guys know, I'm a positive person. I always like to end a statement that I say on a positive note because the glass is always half full. But then there was manager B that believes in me, that believes in you and understands or, you know, or, or, or just basically saying people that are not saying anything you know, they still have mad respect for you. And what that means is that because this person, also, you know, hey, man, you're doing great, that don't mean they don't see what you're doing. I think that's a lot of us, especially as a millennial. And again, guys, hit me up if you feel otherwise or, or, or disagree or even agree. But we look for that. We look for that satisfaction. We want to know that we're doing a good job. But also it depends on who you're serving, who you're working for. Ultimately, we work for the man up above. And if he sees your heart and knows you're putting all the effort that you need to take care of your business, at the end of the day, you and your family and those around you will be able to eat, will be taken care of. Just stay consistent and continue to grow because you never know who you can inspire based on your actions or who paths you across. Man, speak, speaking of something as far as uh, something I was uh, watching earlier this week, I wanted to see if y'all was able to check that out. Um, did y'all see that video with the husband that was in the hospital wrestling with his wife and his mistress? Man, that was crazy. Dog. First of all, I'm thinking to myself, you in the hospital. You're not even 100%. And yeah, you got caught up. Man up. And just admit you got caught. While, while keeping a woman away or the women, you know, away from each other, you know, as best as he could, you know, he kept one, he kept calling one of them, you know, stupid, stupid. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure who, who, who he was talking to, you know, if it was the wife or the mistress. But your actions as a husband were stupid. And, and how could you think he wasn't going to get caught? What I've learned about women is that they are smart and beautiful and you can't lie to them. Especially if it's something out of sync about you or that relationship. Because real talk, my wife is all I need. And I don't even have time for myself, let alone for another chick. Because if I don't do what's told, I mean, I mean, asked of me, <laughs> I'll be in a world of trouble. If things at home are not right, I'm blaming me, not my wife, nor my kids. At work, if I'm not being productive or not promotable, I'm not going to blame my boss. I'm not even going to blame my associates. You know, it's up to me to figure a way out. Prayers first and foremost. Having short and long-term goals and a strategy on how you're going to execute is key. In my playing days, my coaching staff, 
they will draw up plays offensively and defensively to help us, you know, win a game and to overcome any obstacles we might have faced. Same principle I apply when I'm at work. I plan my day. I see who's scheduled off and potentially who might call in and any deadlines I need to meet. And from there, no excuses. Grind, grind, grind. And just set the daily daily goals to the team and work the plan. In my marriage or any serious relationship that you have, you know, it's up to you to take the initiative to fix it or maintain it. Like I said, guys, like my wife. You know, the first thing I'll do is, you know, in my eyes, I'll stick to the basics. Have open dialogue. Now, unless you're not trying to talk to her, brother. And fellas out there, y'all feel me. You know, when when your wife or or any lady that's mad at you, you know, you will get the cold shoulder. But just keep communication strong and work on any opportunities you have so she can't use them, you know, against you. Again, I'm I'm still learning that, fellas. So shout shout out to the women keeping us men on our toes. But anyway, back to the sports talk, man. <laughs> you know, not not marriage. I'm not I'm not classified as a as a marriage trainer. So, but uh, I just had to get that two cents in there. But but also this week, man, I'm actually I'm actually going longer than normal. I'm gonna have to cut this puppy short, man. Um, Nike, Nike hails Serena Williams after greatest of all time. I'm not gonna lie, she got 22 Grand Slams and numerous achievements. But as far as the GOAT, overall, I'll give a close. The greatest woman? No question. But I think a person that branded their brand from Nike, who still is a high seller in shoes and apparel, MJ. His airness. And this is my opinion. Would be the greatest of all time. He's proven. And he's still representing Years after he's retired as a player and even as an owner, who's does, who does that? Who else has even came close of, of still you've been retired for years and they still selling your shoe back when you came into the league back in 82, 83? Whew, so, and I'm, 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 a, I'm a getting closer, guys. I'm getting closer. So just bear with me. Man, I'm, I'm past my normal 20 minutes. But shout out to Yao Ming, Shaq, and Iverson for being enshrined to this weekend's uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, Yao was selected first in the 2002 NBA draft. He was an eight-time All-Star. He was the only player in history to lead the NBA in All-Star voting for someone that was outside of the, uh, outside of the U.S. Um, he is one of China's best-known athletes of all time. Yao even wrote a book. And he has a restaurant in Houston, which I haven't been to yet, but I do plan on going soon. Um, number two that comes to mind is the big girl startle, Shaquille O'Neal, the big girl startle. I like my, my Shaq impersonation. But anyway. So Shaq. Shaq was selected in the 1992 NBA draft by the Orlando Magic. He was one of the most dominant centers I've ever seen. Four-time champ. Three with L.A. One with Miami. 15-time All-Star. Finishing his career with 23, basically 24 points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks a game. And dang near two decades. 
What's, that's how you do it, Shaq. So, again, the Diesel. You know, he was an actor, a rapper, a wrestler. He even, yeah, he had a few altercations with the Big Show. You know, for those wrestling fans out there. Um, uh, in law enforcement, he did all that while he was still playing. He's even a smart businessman as well. He has endorsements and things lined up, man, that's, that's ridiculous. I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of, of what Shaq is doing. That's someone that, again, like I was telling you guys earlier in the show, why can't someone have different eggs in different baskets? You shouldn't just be solely on just on one thing. So that just continues when I you know, talk about people like Shaq that's doing his thing and multiple Serena that as athletes, they're actually branding their brand and expanding their horizons. That just lets me know that it is possible. So I definitely keep you guys posted with what I got going on. But um, one of the last things with Shaq, big fan of Shaq and the Fool. It's basically a, a show uh, that displays the NBA player mistakes or mess up um, during the game that might not be seen on uh, on Sports Center. And Shaq is uh, also an analyst on TNT with Chuck Charles Barkley. And King of the Jet Smith. And lastly, Allen Ivo Iverson. That's what I like to call call Iverson Ivo. He was 5'10. You know, they listed him as six foot. I don't think he was that tall. But he was drafted in 96 as a first pick by the Philadelphia 76ers. First round, first pick. Catch a correlation. For those who said Ivo crossed Mike Bad. He got him, I'll admit, and I've been saying this for years. But it wasn't that bad because Mike still contested the shot. Now, for a smaller scoring guard, man, I've never seen someone his size that played with power and finesse. He can finish with the contact. He can get any shots and create space with his ball handling, speed, and quickness. You know, Ivo was an 11-time All-Star. MVP of the league in 2001. And two out of the four years, as the scoring champ, he was also the Steel's leader. So, again, he brought different things to the game that got overlooked or that did not get as much recognition. He played offense and defense. So, in today's game, they call that a two-way player. How many two-way players we have right now in the league today? I'm going to name Probably three on top of my head. My fellow San Antonio Spur, Kawhi Leonard, um, Andre Iguodala, and Chris Paul. Again, those are my top three. Uh, Russell Westbrook, so number four. But out of, out, of, out of the guys that I can think of on top of my head, I don't have any stats in front of me based on my love for the game and what I've seen. So those would be the guys that I would think of. But even if you add more names, I believe it's still, you probably, it probably at the most might be 10 to 15. But I say that it's over 300 NBA players in the league. So nowadays, I'm, again, I'm, I'm going to get back to my, my, my story. <laughs> uh, today's game got specialists. You got three-point specialists. You got defensive specialists. You got rebounding specialists. So you have all these specialists and, and very little uh, two-way players that can do it offensively and defensively. So, uh, but, yeah, all those guys were first-round overall picks. And as I continue to learn and grow, 
If you want to get to that next level, watch those who are great in that field. Watch those before you. Learn from those before you. See and do what it takes to be number one overall. I appreciate y'all for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, whether it's Google Play, SoundCloud, or even iTunes. Guys, I definitely, man, I've been over, man, this has been the longest show I had. So on that note, until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on running, keep the faith.